It's day nine of the Dream Napkin devotional series, and you're here. You're with us. You made it to the ninth day. If you, if this is your first day, uh, you can either use the app or the website, find all the other days and catch up with us. But we're pumped that you're here, and, and I've got Joe Strothman, who is our South Louisville campus pastor, with us today. I'm in the house, ready. And so uh, this is good. This is good. Let's, uh, let's do it. Our verse for today is Isaiah 40, verse 31. It says, But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength, They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Joe, I'm aging myself here, but you will get this. Every time I read this verse, I think of Bette Midler. You're the wind beneath my wings. Oh, that's good. That's so good. (laughs) It has nothing to do with Jesus, but it's Bette Midler. Come on. All right. So uh, Isaiah 40, 31 is our verse today. Um, And this actually is a very personal devotion for me because this came out of uh, an experience that I had. And I'll tell you about that in a second. But I'd be willing to bet that if you looked back on past mistakes in your life, financial mistakes, relational mistakes, uh, geographical mistakes, the one thing that most of your mistakes would have in common is timing. And specifically, the mistakes would be that you made the decision too quickly. It was an impulse buy or an impulse move or job change. As a general rule, If you have to do something or have something right now, it's probably not the wise choice. But we usually only recognize our impatience in hindsight because in the moment it feels so right. So specifically when it comes to Isaiah 40, the question that I wrestle with and that we all wrestle with when it comes to the dreams for our life is, are you growing impatient waiting on God's plan, waiting on God's dream? Are you getting anxious about an area of your life? Do you have to make an important decision? Um, Have you been praying for God to do something in your or someone else's life, but there hasn't been a response, and so you're starting to get antsy, and and you're struggling to wait on God? When you become impatient, you're tempted to try and solve your problems yourself. But Isaiah 40 is a warning for anyone who grows tired of of waiting on God. Now, this is a famous Bible verse quoted and printed as much as any verse in the Bible. If you have any church background at all, if you have a grandmother who was a Christian, you probably got a a coffee mug uh, or something with this on it. But sometimes when a Bible verse becomes famous, it's easy to lose sight of its powerful truth. It becomes so familiar that it, it, it loses its power. But, but this truth in Isaiah 40 is straightforward, that those who trust, or, or older versions would say, wait on the Lord, that they reap three benefits. Number one, they find new strength. Number two, they soar high like eagles. And three, they don't grow weary or faint. And so if that's true, and it is, the opposite of this verse is also true, that those who don't trust or don't wait on God won't find new strength won't soar like an eagle, and will grow weary. So when you try to solve problems that require a supernatural solution or you try to manufacture a miracle, you don't reap the benefits of those who wait on the Lord, that new strength, 
that, that perspective, that endurance. Getting ahead of God stills your strength, limits your perspective, and sets you up to fail. You catch that? It says that you... It says that you 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 get new strength, you mount on wings like eagles, and what I mean by that's kind of a perspective deal. Like you 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 get to see from a different perspective, and you have a pace that is sustainable. That's what happens when you wait on God. But the opposite happens when you don't wait on God. If it were easy to trust God when you're ready to move ahead, everyone would wait on God. But sadly, most of us don't. So when you feel yourself wanting to give up on God's timeline, you have to recommit and ask God to empower you with the kind of patience, peace, faithfulness, and self-control that only the Holy Spirit can give. So I told you this was personal for me. I, uh, last year, towards the, towards the kind of the last quarter of the year, our church was making a lot of decisions. We were getting ready to, to announce that we we're launching a campus, and, uh, and, and we were just had a lot of things, hiring some staff, and and so we had to make some big decisions, and we needed God to show us, specifically, I needed God to show me, like, A or B, him or her, you know, this city or this city. Like, we just had, I needed to make some decisions, and and I, I just assumed in my head, God's excited, I'm excited, let's just get this thing rolling, and it just felt like that it was not happening. And I could feel myself, because I'm a problem solver, so I could feel myself wanting to just go ahead and solve this problem. And, and I was very frustrated one day. I was driving home, and, and I was kind of just venting to God in my prayer life and just venting to God like, this is ridiculous. Hurry up, you know. And I, I could just feel myself getting really antsy. So I got home, and I told, I told Andrea, I said, hey, I need to go for a run. That's what I like to do, and I need to calm down. And so I went on a run, and I run in my neighborhood kind of the same path every time. And I, I go to turn the corner kind of over by the clubhouse, and I felt so strongly, and this is not a normal thing for me, but I felt so strongly that God brought this verse, Isaiah 40, to my mind. And this is not something I preach on a lot. I don't have an outline laying around. I felt like it was very inspired by God. And, and this verse came to my mind, Jason, those who wait on the Lord find strength, soar high, and they don't grow weary and faint. And I really felt just prompted and inspired by God, him saying, Jason, just wait on me. Because if you'll wait on me, then you'll stay strong. You'll have your strength. You'll have a perspective, and you won't grow weary in all that you're doing. But if you get ahead of me, you're going to run out of strength. You're going to make decisions from a ground-level perspective, and you're going to set a pace that is going to cause you to faint. And in that moment, that's not a normal occurrence for me, but it was so God in my head and in my heart that I was like, okay, God, I'm waiting. I'm going to wait. And sure enough, like he always does, it still took four, six, eight weeks, something like that. But God began to move the chess pieces, and things happened way better than I could have ever done it for myself. And so the encouragement today is you got you got to wait. Yeah, and I, I remember you know going through that with you, and I remember you talking about it, like you run with no headphones. I don't see how you do it, but <laughs> that's true. I guess when you run without headphones, you can you can hear from the Lord. And you know what I, I find myself sometimes feeling weary and feeling bogged down, like I can't see any of the trees. I'm deep in the forest. I'm losing perspective. Like it's a reminder to like pray. I need the Holy Spirit to help guide me to help you know give me perspective. Like to literally like renew my spirit. You know you're talking like grandmothers had the coffee mug. I I literally have an eagle tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> oh there you go. Inked so it. like yeah I mean like I really I love this verse. Like it is like this is just a, a good example of perspective of like 
it's not our power, our might. It, you know, it's God. It, it's through the Holy Spirit that sustains us. One of my favorite, or it's not my favorite, but one of the verses that stand out, it's actually a pretty frustrating verse, but one of my favorite stories is when Moses brings the Israelites out of Egypt and now the army's chasing them and they get to where they're backed up against the Red Sea and the so they got they, they can't go forward and they can't go backwards because the army's coming and God gives this command to Moses because Moses is getting totally antsy God says to Moses stand still and and watch what I do I can't remember exactly what God said but he said something like stand still mm-hmm. and I'll I'll handle this for you and can you imagine having your back against a wall and watching someone who wants to kill you charging after you and and God says do don't do anything and just this idea of like sometimes the most the hardest most obedient thing to do is nothing it's nothing yeah you know and and there have just been seasons in my life and I know in yours you really just went through this actually with transitioning out of a job and like press the gas hit the brake press the gas oh, hit yeah, the brake yeah. a little bit um what are some ways that you learned during that season joe to slow down or to be still or to trust god do you have any advice on that well i just one picture that comes to my mind is as far as like like thinking about like i want to handle it you go back to like around the last supper and peter's antsy like he's chopping dude's ears off he's furious because yep. people are going after jesus and then like john's like i just want to lay in your lap and just want to rest and, and hang out with you. And and I think, like, in my life, like, there's been times where I get so frustrated. Like, I want to, I just want to do it myself. And I want to just make my own way. And uh, that's where, that's where really a lot of the frustration comes from. Because I am relying on myself. And what I have to do is take a step back and, and really reflect on what this verse is telling us. Because I, you're going to get weary. You're going to get tired. You know, and, and that's when you just need to remember that, you know, you are going to run out of power. You know, you're going to run out of it. It's like a, a message I spoke not too long ago. You know, fr- you know, failure frustrates us. And you get to that point where you can't push through and you're at your wits end. You know, I, I talk to people, counsel people a lot of times, and I, I'm like, you're in a great place. Because when you're ready to give up, that means you, you can give it to God. Like yeah. you can go and, and call on the Holy Spirit and you can be like, I need this eagle to lift me up, raise me up, restore me, change my perspective, remind me that I'm not God and he is ultimately in control. And then you can, you can rest in that. When you feel yourself, because everybody will do this, like especially when you're talking about dreams, when you feel yourself wanting to fix your problem, you're waiting on a callback. Uh, from a job that you put a resume in and you know you nailed the interview and it's like, why haven't they called yet? I'm just going to go ahead and give them a call. Or, you know, you're, you're waiting on an answer to a prayer or something like that. Ask God, God, help me wait. I need supernatural strength and patience and self-control. Those are fruit of the Spirit, which means they can only come by the Spirit. And so you ask God to help you do nothing. What a prayer. All right, so speaking of prayer, let me end with this prayer. Uh, Every day we end with a prayer. So here's our prayer for day nine. God, forgive me for my impatience. I'd prefer you do something sooner than later, but until you do, help me wait on you instead of move ahead of you. Let me read it one more time. God, forgive me for my impatience. I'd prefer you do something sooner than later, but until you do, 
Help me to wait on you instead of move ahead of you.